Mr Punch and the proprietor were sitting at the table in Mr Punch's little stripy house. It's just a board game, Mr Punch. There's no need to get angry. I keep telling you, it's not a board game. It's my table mats. Oh, I wondered why my piece hadn't moved in a while. Well, it wouldn't move anyway because they're stuck to the table with years of grease. Which you should have been cleaning. Mr. Punch, if I tried to deep clean your stripy little house, I'd be dead within an hour. And if I wasn't by then, I'd fucking kill me, son. Oh, I suppose your flat is any better? My flat is a Moroccan-style, glamping-style love shack, Mr. Punch. It's impeccable. I am um, Airbnb when I go to Magaluf. I'm very old. Not too old to cause rampant chaos wherever you go, Mr. Punch. What about that bloody bloodbath yesterday? I had to pick up that man's nipple and hand it back to him. I've got to express myself. You've got your painting. One is allowed more than one hobby in our transgressive society. Progressive, Mr Punch, not transgressive. I see we've still got some work to do with you. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to have to make a note of this. Note away. I don't care. Do you want a cup of tea? Ah. Go on then, Mr Punch. Make me one while you're at it. <sighs> Very good, Mr Punch. The proprietor went to make a Koopa Cha. Oh, that's an interesting piece of dirt. Is it moving? It is moving. Hello. Hello, little thing. Oh, it's nice. Mr Punch picked up the nice little thing. Oh, let's put you outside the windowsill on the flower pots. Mr Punch opened the window and put the little thing on the flower pots, which had recently sprouted daffodils. A man walked past. You there! You there! Man! Yes? You are nothing. Absolutely nothing. Everything you have ever done is a waste. If it wasn't so much effort and I wasn't so lazy, I'd come over there and kill you right now. No, no, Mr Punch. I'm going to go kill myself now. Good. It'll weigh on your soul forever. <laughs> no, it won't. The proprietor came back with two cups of piping hot Ceylon. Stop, punch! Give it a rest, hurling obscenities at passers-by. Here's your tea. Smoke a joint or something. I don't got no weed. Oh, for goodness sake. Here, I've got a little blim. Wicked. Five minutes later, Mr Punch was pleasantly baked and the proprietor was finally getting some well-deserved time off. Mr Punch was much less aggressive when he was off his tits on weed, the proprietor had discovered, and the last 24 hours had not been the easiest time for the proprietor. After the bloody bloodbath in which Mr Punch had murdered and mutilated 24 people in the TK Maxes, the proprietor had gone home to his Agadir-style love shack to discover that his power had been cut and was not due to be repaired for at least 24 hours. He was now taking a moment of repose while Mr. Punch gently reveled in the softer edge of cannabis psychosis. Mr. Punch was an early riser. When he'd come to stay last night, the proprietor had not been expecting Mr. Punch to be awake at 4am shouting that's the way to do it whilst drilling holes in his freezer in the hope of an explosion. Don't do that, Mr. Punch. Me prawns will go bad. The proprietor also discovered that Mr. Punch ate dried porridge oats and wood chip for breakfast. I'm not going to enjoy passing that at 6pm. What? Uh, sorry, I'm battered. Oh, nothing, Mr. Punch. 
I was just daydreaming. Mr Punch was daydreaming about the time he killed his wife and threw his baby out of the window. Ah, that was a funny day. You what, Mr Punch? The time I killed my wife and threw my baby out the window. Focus on the positive, Mr Punch. That's in your commitments. Oh, right. Well, the baby didn't die. Ah, I didn't know that. Straight away. It suffered first. Horribly. Well, well done for trying, Mr Punch. I must say. I'm a good boy. Well, the jury's out on that one, Mr Punch. I did I put my pencil? Uh, in me arm last night, Mr Punch. I had to chuck it out because there was so much gristle left on it it looked like a chicken satay and I didn't want to get mixed up. Oh, so that's what I had for my mid-morning snack. Oh, you mucky bugger. That was in the bin. It's called recycling. It's good for the planet. Cannibalism isn't recycling, Mr Punch. Uh, no, not all cannibalism is recycling, Quincy. That's Mr Jones to you. Well, have you got a pen I could borrow or something? I've got me sharpies, but uh, he's have to give me it back this time. And you have to promise not to stick it up your bottom. All right, all right. I promise not to stick it up my bottom. The spirited proprietor gave Mr Punch his orange sharpie. Mr Punch immediately threw it to the floor and cracked it under his little wooden shoe. Oh, Mr Punch, why did you do that? Mr Punch was a nihilistic psychopath. You know why. I'm a horrible person. I'm going to be taking that out of your stipend, Mr Punch. I don't care. Who needs money when you're a massive cultural hero? I've said it once, and I'll see it again. You, Mr. Punch, are a huge cult. The proprietor had a limited number of phrases to resort to. Well, in that case, I'm not tidying it up. Well, there's a surprise for the books, Mr. Punch. I see that weed's worn off then. Yes, it never lasts long. It's not like the old days. I used to get off my chops at Carpent Garden. Ah, you used to get grand weed down that way, Mr. Punch. Aye. Yes, and from the market, too. The spirited proprietor was, of course, by now, swooping bits of Sharpie with an old toothbrush he'd found into an empty cardboard box he'd fashioned into a makeshift dustpan. Oh, interesting what you've done there. This, Mr. Punch, is a dustpan and brush, which I don't suppose you've ever heard of before. No, I haven't, actually. It's a good invention. You should patent it. I'll patent you, Mr. Punch. You're one of a kind. <laughs> Who the blazes can that be? Are you not going to go to the door, Mr. Punch? No, no, you're here. You do it. Oh, for goodness sake. The spirited proprietor stood up. Uh, oh. <clears throat> oh. And answered the door. It was Mr. Postman. All right, mate. Oh, hello. Special delivery for Mr. Punch. Ah, oh, what the bloody hell's he been ordering now? All right, pass it here. I'll sign for it. Uh, wait a minute, I'll just get me pen. But... Oh, wait a bloody minute. Mr. Punch stood on me sharpie. Uh, have you got a pen I could borrow? No, no, don't you worry yourself. It's a touch screen. It's a what? A touch screen. You don't need a pen. Well, how am I supposed to write? With your finger. I haven't got ink in me finger, you silly sausage. You just rub your finger on the screen and... And what? I suddenly develop squid-like properties. <laughs> um, 
No. I wouldn't mind that, like. Certainly Mr. Punch wouldn't be able to stick my pen up his bottom anymore. <laughs> Would I have to go out for refills when the ink runs out? No, no, it's a computer. A computer? So, so I just have to plug myself in and then the ink comes from the interweb, is that it? I'll tell you what, don't worry. I'll do a random squiggle on me way out and you just take the parcel. Thank you, Mr Punch. Oh, uh, I'm not Mr Punch. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm Quincy Jones. The postman left and Quincy Jones gave the parcel to his true owner. Ah, right. What's this then? Bills, 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 more bills. There we are. The beaks of twelve exotic birds for use in my new painting. Since his recent conversion to the arts, Mr Punch had discovered the butterfly paintings of Jean de Buffet, using the wings of our little fluttery friends to make complex, intricate, glowing compositions. Mr Punch thought he'd try the same thing with beaks. It's a bit morbid, Mr Punch. I'm going to put them all in bleach so they're really shiny. Then Mr Punch placed all the little beaks in stacks of Tupperware, which he filled with a mixture of bleach and warm water. With what was left over, he brushed his teeth. You lay who? God, I feel fresh. Oh, goodness, Mr. Punch. You look radiant. Thanks, mate. Y- you look like an advert for washing powder. I-, I can almost smell me smalls drying in the sun. There's children running around and a small, happy dog rolling about in the sun. Oh, look, there's you, Mr. Punch. And, oh no, oh no, Christ, oh no, ah! They spewed him all over me best Calvin Klein's leg. Are you, uh, back with us? Oh, <clears throat> sorry, Mr Punch, I forgot myself a bit there. You just looked so radiant when you first walked in. You look like a dung-dipped, nice and spicy knick-knack again now. Ah. Everything is as it should be. I might have to go for a sit-down. You are sitting down. Uh, no, Mr Punch, uh, a proper sit-down. Uh, to be honest, I'm a, I'm a little concerned. I've made a small steak bake in me M&S best. It turned out the proprietor had not made a small steak bake in his M&S best. Oh, thank God for that. But he decided to stay on the lavatory a little while, just for a bit of headspace away from Mr Punch, the nihilistic psychopath. Uh, are you all right in there? Yeah, you, you what? Uh, uh, yes, I'm all right in here, Mr. Punch. Uh, I'm having a dump. But it isn't 6 p.m. Uh, well, I'm a tad irregular at the moment, Mr. Punch. Uh, do you want me to bring you anything? Does he what? Uh, no, Mr. Punch. Uh, I don't want you to bring me anything, okay? I found another pen. Oh, for goodness sake. Very good, Mr. Punch. You go and do some drawings. I will. I will. I'm going to draw you sitting on the toilet and me talking to you through the door. Very good, Mr. Punch. I'm drawing it now. Jesus Christ. Very good, Mr. Punch. I've finished my drawing. Oh, for goodness. Ow. (coughs) A little slip of paper slid under the bathroom door. For goodness. Oh. It's actually quite good, that. 
Very good, Mr. Punch. Will you make a note in my file about it to show your supervisor? Yes, Mr. Punch. I- I'll make a note in me in me file. The proprietor gave up any attempt at excretion, whipped up his stretch slacks, washed his hands for as long as it takes to sing God Save the Queen. and vacated the bathroom. Upon stepping out into the hallway, he found Mr Punch in a pool of blood and bones. Oh, for crying out loud, Mr Punch! What's happened here? I've been a bad puppet. Who on earth is it? He came to my door making insinuations about my windows. Well, I was livid. These windows are antique. He was telling me I should get new ones. Right. So I hit him across the face with my bust of Wagner and chopped him to bits with my George Formby culinary knife set. Oh, Mr. Punch. Now I am really going to have to make a note in your file. And after such a good drawing, too. I am disappointed in you. Oh, please don't be disappointed in me. Please don't make a note. Well, if you can help me clean it up, Mr. Punch. Are you off your chops? I wish I was. That's your job. We all have to know our place in society. What about the poor window salesman? Oh, is that what he was? I thought he was just a caster of aspersions. Coming round here and insulting my windows, I'll kill him. The proprietor was mopping up bits of skewered larynx. I think we can safely say you've already achieved that aim, Mr Punch. Uh, have you got any more of that bleach? No, I fritted it all away on beaks and teeth. Just use some salty water. I've got no tears left to cry, Mr Punch. I doubt you've got any salt. Well, go to the shop and get some salt. If you leave it too long, there'll be irredeemable carpet stains. Mr Punch, your carpet couldn't be any more stand than it already is. Plus, you were thoughtful enough to get most of the mess on the lino. So, the brownie point's there, Mr Punch. Really? Oh, I done a good. The spirited proprietor made a note in Mr Punch's journal. Do you have any of those stickers? Oh, if you must have a sticker, Mr Punch, here you go. Thank you. I done good today. Could I get another sticker? Uh, no. If I start giving stickers out willy-nilly, then I'll have to bloody pay for them. Oh, well, I am shocked, I must say. Why don't you busy yourself with somewhere else while I finish clearing up this mess, Mr Punch? Oh, all right. Hey, you there. I hope you die painfully. Uh, no, no, Mr Punch. Can you not do something constructive? Settle down, do some... Painting! Oh, now that is a good idea. Uh, don't forget to say your prayers, Mr. Punch. Ah, bacon, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy bacon. Thy bacon come, thy art be done, online and in the meat space. Give us this day our daily bacon, and forgive us our transgressions, as we forgive those who transgress against us. And save us from shit art, and deliver us from shit art. 
For thine is the great art, the retrospectives, and the Arts Council developing your creative practice grants forever and ever. Amen. No, piant, Mr. Punch. Piant like you have never painted before. Mr. Punch did paint like he'd never painted before. He projectile vomited a bloody mess onto the canvas, then pushed it around with his tongue. Very avant-garde, Mr. Punch. The spirited proprietor didn't care because Punch wasn't bothering him. Do you like it? Do you really like it? Love it, Mr. Punch. Ooh, do say more. Well, uh, the use of line is interesting, Mr. Punch, and uh, the medium, which is still running, uh, is making interesting interjections on aforementioned lines. Um, the medium itself will take a moment to digest, being an incoherence of varying hues formed by various bilious media. But this serendipitous nature grants a sense of uh, chiaroscuro that may well emerge upon the drying of the materials. So, uh, I suppose We'll know more about it when it's dry, Mr. Punch. Um, I can give you a, a full analysis at that juncture. Thanks, mate. I appreciate your feedback. Right, that's done now, Mr. Punch. Good as ancient. Mint. Thanks, bud. Oh, um, I'm going to have to have a sit down now. Another one? Uh, n- not, not a proper sit down this time, Mr. Punch. Uh, uh, a standard repose. Oh, I see. Well, pull up a pew. How are you, anyway? I'm a bit done in, to be honest, Mr Punch. I could do with a break. What, an arm or a leg? Oh, leave it out just for two minutes, would you, Mr Punch? Oh, all right. Well, what should we do in the meantime? Oh, I don't know. I'm just going to have a a, a very little doors, Mr Punch. Oh, fine. Please yourself. Uh, Just for five... What on earth am I supposed to do now? Oh, what on earth can that be? I'll have a little look through the peepee hole. Oh, it's a DPD man. Something for me. Top of the morning to you. It's top of the afternoon. But we can let that one pass. I'm the man from DPD. Yes, I know. I... I've just delivered a couple of parcels to three other properties on your street. This is my fourth delivery on this street. Prior to that, I have delivered parcels on the last street back and the street before that. And preceding that, I have visited to other estates in the vicinity. I did have to stop en route to get out and stretch me legs. This I did by the nature reserve a few miles away. Oh, I love it there. Most of the parcels I've delivered today I've just had to leave on the doorstep. Unless they left a note saying, Please deposit parcel in porch or with my neighbours two houses down. Okay. Unfortunately... The neighbours two doors down and not in. So I have to use me magic key to leave it in their porch. Um, right? I've seen a lot of porches lately, I can tell you. Porches galore. Right? It is then left to fate or destiny to decide whether or not the parcel 
will be received by its intended recipient. Um, okay. One never knows what the dice will manifest. Perhaps the intended recipient will undergo some misfortune that day and never make it home. Okay, so... What? In this scenario, the parcel is left to languish. That's why I always make sure to later rob all the houses I've delivered parcels to, just in case aforementioned parcel has been left to languish in a sort of postal purgatory. Okay. So, any road, here's your parcel. Sign here, Mr. Bojangles. I'm not Mr. Bojangles, I'm Mr. Punch. Oh, well, stone me. May I offer my profuse apologies on the part of myself and my employer, DPD. I'm just going to go down to Kev's to pick up a bit of soap bar. Then I'll nip and see my superior and try to find out exactly why this parcel has gone so incongruously astray. Yes, all right. You do that. If anything of event transpires, I'll make sure to keep you duly notified. But I don't really care if I... Now you take care, Mr. Bojangles. Punch. If there's any going, I, I'll take a oh, drop. for Christ's sake, I haven't got any punch. Then why did you say punch? Because that's my name. Oh, my apologies, Mr. That. Any road, if you can just make a little scribble to confirm the parcel that wasn't for you, wasn't received by you, or anybody else on God's green earth, I can be on me way to pick up me soap bar hat. All right. Here's a little scribble. Mr. Punch drew a little willy on the DPD man's forehead. There you go. A little willy. Thank you, Mr. That. May all your dears be happy ones. Wake up! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mr. Punch! You scared me out of my skin when Curry Grant was just about to arrive. <clears throat> well, I was lonely and I was bored and hot dang I just wanted to see you. Well, have you seen me? Well, yes. Right then, I'm going to squeeze in another ten minutes, Mr Punch. Oh well, charming. What the hell should I do then? I know, I'll listen to some music. Where's my compact disc player? Ah, there it is, under that brown towel. Oh, that's an interesting spider. And I suppose there's a compact disc already in there. Ah, yes. Then Mr. Punch quickly, shortly and sharply kicked the proprietor in the shin. Ayaz! 
What did you do that for, Mr. Punch? Sometimes I just can't control my feet. Mr. Punch was a nihilistic psychopath, a true British icon. Oh, leave it out, Mr. Punch. I'm shattered. I barely slept a fucking wink last night because of all your farting. I can't help it if my arse is sentient and wakes up at night. There's been a lot of hands stuck up this bottom, including yours, I might add. A whole lot of ghosts in this bottom. You are a bad puppet, Mr. Punch. I was going to let you off for waking me up with that dreadful racket, but chipping me in the shin, Mr. Punch. Well, I'm going to have to make a note in your record about this. If nothing else, you've stained the front of me shiny white chinos with your dirty little booty. I'll have to get these dry cleaned, Mr. Punch. Well, I think the stain adds character. You bloody would. Well, what shall we play now? Um... I'm going to make a note in your record, Mr. Punch. I don't think you have a pen anymore. Here, use this. Mr. Punch made an incision in the end of his finger, squirting a jet of blood into the face of the proprietor, which dripped down onto his shiny white chinos that were now almost definitely going to have to visit the dry cleaners. Oh, no, Mr. Punch! That's just not funny! I think it's hilarious. Mr. Punch was a nihilistic psychopath. I'll be taking the dry cleaning bill out of your stipend, Mr. Punch. Do it. I don't care. I've got absolutely loads of money. No, you haven't, Mr. Punch. Uh, Yes, actually, you're quite right. I haven't. Well, anyway, what shall we do? Let's play monotony. Uh, That always drags on for hours, Mr. Punch. A drop of blood fell from the proprietor's forehead and onto his lower lip. You need more zinc in your diet, Mr. Punch. I'll get me mum to order you some supplements. Thanks, mate. Oh, you're welcome. Just doing me job, Mr. Punch. So, what shall we do? Well, it's raining out now. Uh, I've still got a little blim. Maybe we should just get biacked. Great plan, Batman. Then Mr Punch and Quincy Jones got really baked on the little blim the proprietor had left over. Until I can get over to Kev's to pick up a bit of soap bar. Why don't you do that sooner rather than later? Very good, Mr Punch. So the spirited proprietor went to pick up some soap bar from Kev, then they both got really baked again and lived happily ever after until the next day. Mr. Punch was played by Mr. Punch. Quincy Jones, the spirited proprietor, was performed by Tom Earth. The Postman, performed by Pete Murphy. Man on the Street, performed by Elvis Harrod. DPD Man, performed by Keith DeGray. Narrated by me, Depressed of All. Mr. Punch was written and produced by Ergo Fismas. Mm-hmm.